Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our LinkedIn cyber space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. We're back again. And uh, believe it or not, we're just as uh, happy about this show as we hope you are. We love doing this. It's uh, once a week we... Come in for two hours and just have a ball. We act uh, normal, natural, honest, transparent, and say whatever we want to say. Uh, we try to tell the truth. And what reminded me about that was the disclaimer that you just heard uh, from the station and uh, said that the Vic Canales Media Group absolves themselves of any responsibility of what we say on this show. I kind of chuckle. When I hear that, I don't blame uh, the radio station, the company, uh, for being dubious. I mean, you put you put uh, several people in a studio on a live mic, and you're talking to tens of thousands of people, and uh, you just kind of wonder what they're going to say. So we have to control uh, what we say, and our control is called truth. Yeah. Uh, truth is a perfect defense against libel and slander, and that's what... A lot of uh, radio stations are afraid of uh, somebody shoots their mouth off. That's the reason you don't see too many live shows, because you know, sometimes you accidentally say something stupid, and uh, I probably have, and I probably will, but there has to be intent, and uh, we always try to tell the truth, and uh, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is we've been doing this show for about 20 years. Now, think about that. 52 shows a year times 20 years, that's a lot of shows. Two hours a show used to be an hour, but still, we've probably been on the on the air for hours, I mean, for days, if you had all the hours together, days and days. And uh, during all that time, nobody has sued uh, either the radio station or us. And uh, I, should, I, I should knock on wood when I say that. I mean, you can sue anybody for anything, but I think what happens when car dealers and car sales managers and salespeople and others out there that hear what we're talking about and saying about them, uh, they probably get angry and they say, I'm going to sue that guy. So they call their lawyer and the lawyer says, what did they say? And the, the your salesman or the manager or the dealer, dealer owner will say, they said this. Well, is there any truth to that? Now they start to back off a little bit. And then they they hem and haw, and then here's the I think here's the real uh, thing that scares car dealers from suing us because they know that I would demand if they were going to sue me I would demand a jury trial uh, I would demand all the publicity we could get I'm a real ham as you know that's the reason we do this radio show and uh, the truth would come out in the in the trial. Car dealerships don't need the truth. Uh, they need uh, opaqueness as opposed to transparency. So here we are. Um, 
Uh, we're going to take your questions, your comments. We have a lot of avenues to do that. Uh, our most popular is our telephone, the old-fashioned telephone, and that is 877-960-9960. If you haven't called the show before or if you haven't heard the show before, uh, give us a call. Uh, maybe you want to listen for a little while and see what's going on, but basically we're here as the recorded introduction said, to help you avoid being taken advantage of when you buy or lease a car or you're maintaining or repairing your car. Uh, car dealerships are notorious uh, for lack of transparency and unfair or deceptive trade and sales practices, advertising, bait and switch. So if that's happened to you, we'd, uh, we'd love to have you listen. We'd love to have you call the show. If you haven't got uh, time to call now, why don't you write this number down? 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. Now, we've only got five lines coming into the station. Nancy Stewart, my co-host, is sitting on my left. She's also my wife, and we've been doing this for 20 years. We got together and, and, and founded this show 20 years ago. And it started out as a half hour, and now it's all the way up to two hours. And we have a big, big following. So Nancy will give you priority treatment if you're going to call 877-960-9960. We like to hear your voice. We like to your personality comes through. We have some amazing regular callers, but we want some new callers too. We like to have people that haven't called the show before. And we won't put you on the spot. We won't embarrass you. You say what you want to say, and you don't say what you don't want to say. And uh, we'd love to hear your personal experiences about buying or leasing cars, maintaining or repairing cars. If you have a car dealership you'd like to recommend, this isn't all negativity on this show. We have a recommended dealer list that we are trying to build every week. And we put the names, locations of the dealers that will give you a fair, uh, a, a, a more fair treatment than other dealers. So... Recommend a dealer. Hey, if you've had a great service experience or sales experience, call the show at 877-960-9960. Of course, vice versa, if you had a terrible experience, let's hear about that too. We name names. We name dealerships. We name sales managers and salesmen. Uh, in our mystery shopping report, which is, I think, the highlight of the show, my son, Stu Stewart, he's sitting right across in the studio from me. He just waved at me. Uh, he's our cyber master guy. He, he, he manages our undercover agent, Agent Lightning, and dispatches her to various locations around the country. She's back in Florida, by the way. She's been in Pennsylvania, and she's been in Tennessee, and she's been uh, Michigan, I think. She's been all over the place. But she's back in Florida. And we have a, a slam-bang doozy of a mystery shopping report yes, locally did. right here in uh, Palm Beach County. And right down we, the road here. Yeah, just right, very close within a few minutes of the studio. So um, Stu's in charge of that. And, <coughs> and, and he's also more on top of the day-by-day day day happenings at, at the dealership, which is... Uh, uh, we have a dealership in, in, in full transparency. We are car dealers. Um, this is a consumer advocacy show. This is not an infomercial. I repeat, this is not an infomercial. I hate infomercials, and we see them too often. They disguise themselves as uh, information, 
but they're really commercials. We are not that, I promise you. Uh, so, uh, but we do have a Toyota dealership. I, I feel like I need to tell you that because I think it's an asset. It's a benefit. Having been there and done that, I've been a car dealer since 1968. I mean, I was right down in the trenches where the worst to the worst. And I've changed the way I do business, but I know how they did because I probably passed along a few dirty tricks to a lot of dealers out you there. You were a pioneer back then, like you are a pioneer now. I was a pioneer thief. You're going the other I'm, way, though. <laughs> now I'm a, I'm a pioneer consumer advocate. What will be my next career? I don't know. Anyway, I'm yakking and I uh, get carried away. If you call the show, Nancy Stewart will make me stop talking, make Rick or Stu, whoever's talking, stop and get to your telephone call, 877-960-9960. Now, Nancy's going to tell you about a super special offer for you ladies out there that have not called the show before. We know you're listening, but we want you to call, and she has got a doozy of an offer for you, and she's going to tell you about it right now. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Good morning, everyone. Uh, Before I get to that, I have a special announcement to make this morning. You know, Earl and I do an international sunrise every single morning. And uh, if you don't know, you should tune in. And uh, it's a a whole lot of fun. Uh, But my point here is that That's on Facebook, right? hmm? Facebook. Facebook Live. My point here is that we always sing happy birthday to someone and everyone is special. But this morning we forgot, and right now I would like to wish Maggie Stewart a very special happy birthday. She turns 20 years old today, I believe. That's right. And that is Stu's daughter. No longer a teenager, oh my God. Our granddaughter. 2-0, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, it's really kinda hard to believe, and uh, I know she's not listening, but uh, Stu can pass along to her that we do wish her we can send the video a magnificent <laughs> birthday, 20 years old. What an age. S- spending it in Manhattan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going okay. up next week to see her, by the way. So. <laughs> okay, back to the show. Um, as Earl mentioned earlier, I do have uh, a special offer for the ladies, and that's $50 for the first two new lady callers. That's $50 for the first two new lady callers. And uh, ladies, did you know that uh, a lot of shoppers hesitate uh, to buy online? They feel that they really need to go into the dealership. And honestly, the only time you need to go in is when you want to test drive that car that you chose. And uh, by buying online, It opens up an enormous range of options for you. Uh, So we have uh, a lot of information as you tune in and stay with us the next two hours. We cover everything. We've got uh, the Mystery Shopping Report. We've got the latest blog. Uh, We're going to talk about car insurance. There's uh, just a a lot of interesting things that will pique your interest. So stay with us. 877-960-9960, or you can uh, text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, please don't forget youranonymousfeedback.com. And we have something special from uh, Big Dog Ranch that I came across this morning, and uh, you want to stay tuned for that at 930 is a... 
a story that will tug at your heart, and uh, it is just an amazing story, and it just proves uh it proves wholeheartedly what Big Dog Ranch does. Uh, they're an amazing organization. Again, that number is 877-960-9960. And you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go right to the phones. Uh, we have Howard holding, and he is a regular caller. Good morning, Howard. Good morning. Welcome. Well, first of all, it's not the regular Howard. This is the new Howard. Oh, the new yeah. Howard. <laughs> You're the new Howard. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I know, Go, we'll call yeah, you Howard. I, I, know, I, know I know you have a regular Howard. The only reason I was calling is just a suggestion. Did you ever think about mystery shopping Earl Stewart Toyota? Earl we did do. yesterday. We do that. We yeah, do. I, 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 did, I, I shopped uh, Earl Stewart Toyota uh, yesterday. T- yesterday, yeah. So we, yeah, we do that regularly. It's, uh, uh, I, I keep telling the dealers that we have mystery shop that hate us. You know, I'm doing you a favor. You should do this yourself because a lot of these owners just don't know what's going on in the trenches until you send somebody in to pretend to buy a car or have them call or have them text and see the way people are really treated. Until you do that, you don't know what's going on in your own store. Well, good. Yeah, good Good for you because I, I thought that was kind of a – obviously, it couldn't be age and lightning. So what were the grades? Poor. <laughs> but not for what you might, you know, not for the typical things, but definitely um, not not giving information as quickly as we as we ask them to, um, um, and not explaining the difficulty getting some of the limited ability uh, limited availability vehicles um, in a um, way that is the way we teach them to. Explain. Yeah, in, in, in a nutshell, I I, I text to the score, store in the morning before nine a.m. and by about four o'clock in the afternoon, I hadn't got a reply. Uh, so it's just uh, I got an automated reply, but I didn't have a human reply. Anyway, uh, the, listen, uh, our dealership is has got faults and problems. Every business does, and I don't care whether it's a restaurant, a uh, retail store, whether you're going into even Costco makes mistakes. So uh, you just have to accept that. And what the, what separates the good stores, the good retailers, from the bad retailers? Or the good retailers make mistakes, but they apologize. They try to make them right, and you know they ask for input from people. So yeah, uh, there are no perfect dealers, and we certainly aren't one. And I'll tell you what, Howard, this guy sitting next to us, he keeps us all on our toes, and uh, you know what we believe in at uh, the dealership? That is Kaizen, continuous, continuous improvement. Let me, does four mean that's an A? Is that the top four? Pardon me? Pardon me? Is the score four the top score? Oh, four? No, we don't do a numerical score. We just do a, we just the the grade score. And and the last thing, yeah, that's what I said. I'm assuming you got all that. The last thing is, is there any chance, because I listen to it when I'm in my car and I sporadically all the time, but if I came in and asked one of you guys, Stuart, whatever, if I paid you guys to go to a dealership with me to help, if you guys do it? I'll be honest with you, we can't. We're just, we, we'd be spread through thin. We have twenty or 30,000 people listening. Uh, we have uh, 
Uh, you know, the best way to get advice from us if you don't call the show would be to text us or email us, and you can do that. And we, we, we be honest with you, we sometimes fall behind on that too. But uh, we, we help, uh, we, we call people and text them and email them as best we can. But we're getting pretty big, and uh, that's the reason we have the blog. I would recommend this. I've been writing this blog, EarlOnCars.com. Just go to your online uh, website, EarlOnCars.com, and I have covered uh, virtually every topic about buying, leasing, maintaining, or repairing a car. You, we have a nice search engine on that. So if you're going to lease a car or if you're going to uh, finance or you're worried about trading in a car, uh, if you're worried about any any specific thing about buying, leasing, maintaining, or repairing a car, put it in the search engine, and you'll probably find a half dozen or more blog articles that will address your question. Well, I appreciate that. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But hey, Howard, just, just uh, yes, you're welcome to take up more of our time, but let me mention this to you. Um, you said you are, uh, listened to us. Uh, have you heard uh, me mention Earl's Vigilantes? Uh, no. No? Well, you can go to Earl on Cars, and uh, you can join Earl's Vigilantes. And um, it's just a matter of helping others that are going to purchase a car. And And receiving help, too. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So um, it's it's really a great way to help not only others, but somebody in your neighborhood. And you don't have to know how to, you know, take an engine apart. So um, if you're interested, you can go to Earl's uh, Vigilantes, that's Earl on Cars, and take a look. All right. And the last thing is two things. One, I agree with you, Napleton's the worst. I bought a 2013 uh, hardtop convertible. The service is terrible, but that's beside the point. I have a 72 Datsun 240Z and an 87 Mercedes. Do you, and nobody wants to work on old cars anymore, not the Datsun, but the Mercedes. I'll have to, I'll call you separately. I don't want, as I said, I don't want to take <laughs> up the time, but unless you know anybody that likes to still work on old cars. I don't know, Rick, uh, Rick's got a little, a little talent for that sometimes. No, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't like Datsuns. <laughs> we have a guy at the shop named Javad yeah. who loves German cars, Yeah, loves BMWs. But me, I, I, I speak Toyota. I I've had the same mechanic for, you know, 35, 40 years, loyal, honest, but he's retiring, and nobody, you know, it's tough to get parts. Anyway, thank you very much, guys. You do Thanks, a great Howard. service, and, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. The new Howard. New Howard. The new Thanks. Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are going to go to uh, Jersey Mike, who is a regular caller. Good morning, Mike. Hi there. Great show again, as usual. I, I really, really appreciate it. And I have a friend of mine who's listening, uh, not here, but he's, tra- he's traveling now. And uh, he has a BMW, and believe it or not, it was bought here in South Florida, and I advised him against doing uh-huh. that. And he didn't buy from the BMW. Ideally, he bought it from somebody who sells sports cars, okay? Uh-huh. In, any, in any case, uh, he put 6800 or more dollars into that over the period of the last, I'd say, four months. And You're he's only me. probably driven it for about a week to two weeks at tops during all that time, and it's still sitting at uh, that location. Uh, are there any are there any state regulations that I maybe could quote to tell him to go investigate? Because he's actually being taken very much advantage of. Uh, and right now, right now, the car, uh, the hood is open, even when it rains. We all have the parts laying right there on the 
on on the side on the, on the parking lot. That's crazy. What is it's an independent um, used car yes. uh, dealer. Yes, sold it yep. to them. They're right down there by the airport. Uh, I don't. Th- I mean. I mean, just selling a car um, that breaks down after the fact, I mean, that's uh, there's no law there that protects you um, unless what about he... The fraud? What about the fraud that you're committing? I mean, you can speak to a lawyer, but usually it's, a lawyer's going to tell you you're not going to okay. have much of a case. Um, All right. Okay. But, but, but um, if something was done during the transaction or prior that did violate any laws, like if things were you know illegally misrepresented or they broke any you know, regulations, that type of thing, it could be worth exploring, but if he went there and they said, "Here's the car, yeah. and it's this much money," and he paid for it, and it's as yeah. is, and he leaves, he doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't have recourse. He doesn't have recourse. One other thing, they, one thing they put in a water pump for him, and it didn't even need a water pump. All it needed was the nipple that connected that. Because I'm a motorhead, I go back to the '60s. Okay, yeah. uh, I used to race Corvettes and all that stuff. When they were Corvettes, I mean, unless you want to pay over a hundred thousand dollars today. Anyway, let's go back to his situation. Mm-hmm. So I know motors. I know what's going on. And I told him, you know, why did you spend $875 for a plastic water pump when you could have? And I showed him to one of the phones. I said, at Rock Auto, you can get, like, a steel one. Rock Auto will get you a steel one for $365. He's, he's not a motorhead, is he? No. No, he's not. He well, yeah. So if you said that to me, I'd looked at you cross-eyed. I'm like, I did what? What did I do wrong? <laughs> Rick wouldn't make that mistake. But, yeah. Some let, of us let me would. go to another. Yeah, let me go to another topic, which is very much of interest to me. Uh, I'm a big supporter of Big Dog Ranch, and I'm a veteran of Vietnam era. And there's a gentleman out there that runs one of the buildings, and he's a veteran. And I already adopted one dog for this friend of mine who's having that problem with the BMW. For him, because he, he lost the dog, so he's broken hearted. And I got I got another dog out there, and he's just very happy. It's almost like it's better than a wife for him, it's unfortunately, but that's what it is, okay? Yeah. He doesn't have a wife. And I just want to know, what is she going to talk about at 9.30? The reason why I'm going to ask that is because the last time she talked about something, I ran out there by the time I got there, because from where I lived, it was already adopted. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't, you, you didn't give him a deposit? No, no, <laughs> no, no I, when I, somebody else picked it. Yeah. You know, what happened? Did you call them ahead of time or any chance? And say no, that, no, uh, I, no, I just got in the car. Probably just you know, got in the And I ended up out there like 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the afternoon and it was already gone. Oh, was it a puppy? Right. <laughs> you know, they, they got a lot of dogs out there that need help. And no, a lot of people may not know this, but I think that's the only no-till. Yeah. A shelter. That's why we're with them. In the United States. I, um, I don't know if it's whole the United States. I definitely, I think it's definitely Florida, but um, okay. Um, but I'll, I can definitely search that and find out because that would be a good. Um, that's a great bragging point because. Let me say one other thing. Yeah. Being a victim, if you are and you go out there, make sure you let them know you are. I'm talking to your audience now, because when you do that, anything that you help out with by adopting one, will be. 50% off the normal price of that adoption. And that's then right. you're also going to get a dog that's been totally taken care of. It has a chip in it, mm-hmm. it gets lost, it's going to be groomed, it's going to have all its inoculations, and you're going to get paperwork be neutered. to document all of that. You'll get an entire pack with all the, the entire veteran, uh, yeah. the veterinarian history and everything. They are And they got incredible. a lot of dogs out there. Yeah. A lot of dogs. Yeah. A, a whole lot. Yeah, and anyway. there's even more right now, uh, Mike, 
uh, due to the fact that uh, Lori just brought in a bunch of dogs from uh, uh, Texas and a few other places. Oh, really? And I have a story wow. coming up at 9.30 that you'll be interested in. Mike, um, it's always a pleasure talking to you. One I am backed up with phone calls. One, let me just say one thing quick. I had a, a 69 Corvette that I knew I'm a motorhead, so I really worked at 0 to 60 in 4.0 seconds, so it moved. <laughs> Why do these people buy a $130,000 or $140,000 Corvette today, brand new, and uh, and it's not standard ship. There's no fun here, I don't think. Because it looks like a spaceship? Yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, yeah. There's very few right. standard, yeah, very few handshakers yeah, it's, it's, left. It doesn't make any sense. It's not Listen, fun. I, I, pre- yeah, I appreciate your show. You do a great job. Keep it up. Oh, I know one last question. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot of advertising on this station for Kia up in Orlando. Is that worthwhile going up there to see what they got going on? I I don't, I don't think we've shopped the Kia Orlando, so uh, I can't say. You don't know. That's okay, a long well, way okay. to go to buy. There's so many Kia report. dealers. Right, right, right. You know they have a they have a disclaimer on the show saying they don't necessarily espouse the views of the um of the of the shows. We can't necessarily espouse the advertisements on the station. Oh, I see. Okay. Right, <laughs> we'll have to look right. into that, Mike. This is yeah, serious right now. I just lost two of my new female callers. Oh, geez. we gotta go. Oh, Mike. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you next week. Good uh, good morning. Feels like afternoon. Yikes. Bob from Lake Park, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Doing good. Good. I think uh, New Howie, if he wants somebody to go shopping with him at the dealership, he should get Marty to do that. Uh, Marty's uh, would probably take up a little too much time that New Howie... Uh, I don't think he wants to stay there for 12 hours. That's Marty's technique, I think, is to, is to wait him out. <laughs> it's, always a, it's always a good idea to have someone with you, yeah. even if you're savvy and you know how to buy and negotiate yeah. and all that. It's always good to have another pair of eyes, another pair of ears. Uh, a, lot, a lot of uh, data is going back and forth, and somebody with you can maybe take notes or remember something. And uh, if you ever get into a lawsuit, if you ever get into uh, uh, he said, she said, two against one so uh, you're outnumbered when you go in by yourself uh, bring a friend even if the friend isn't going to give you advice having two of you there psychologically uh gives you a little edge in buying a car i think marty's too tough though i don't think he'd have yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah he's a good he's a good guy uh now uh last week someone called in said something about alpaca's dealer fee being uh five hundred dollars that's not true it's double that amount okay and and also uh they don't put the they don't put the price of the cars on the windshields anymore they have a uh something there that you have to scan to get the price i don't know why they like like a qr code yeah uh, something like that well they better not do that on their new cars because uh that's against the law (laughs) you can't do it on used cars either it's uh in florida you have to have a, a sticker on the car uh, well, so, they do have uh, the, the window stickers on there, but they have this other thing that you scan to get the price, right? Uh, yeah. price. Uh, Bob, when did you when did you see that a barcode? When? Uh, last week. La- last week. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The deal of fee is 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 uh, twice the amount that the that the person told you last week. Not five hundred. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. yeah, twice. Yeah. Well, that's always been there for years. There. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your call and the information that you've shared with us. We'll have to look into that barcode thing. 
I did have a question for you, Nancy. Sure. Uh, do you know what percentage of uh, ASE certified mechanics are female? Less than 1%. The percentage? I just, I just guessed. <laughs> a very small no, Probably right. lower I, I, than I that. Think it's yeah. le- I think it's less than that. Um, no, it's why do you ask? 1%. It's 1%. I just thought it was interesting that uh, because there's such a shortage of mechanics, why, they, why don't they get more females uh, to uh, become ASE certified uh, to work in the dealerships? I think maybe they should have like a, a scholarship program or some incentive to get to get more women involved in that profession. Yeah. Well, I think a, you make a very good point. I, I, yeah. Back in the day, uh, it used to be a very physical thing, uh, working on cars. Today, it's more of a software thing. So uh, it takes a it takes a lot of training and a good brain and an ability to think. And uh, women are equal to men on all those scores. But if you want to go back fifty years. Uh, you know, you had a wrench, and you're getting dirty, and you're and you're lifting things, and you're, you know, it, it was a mechanical sort of a challenge. Now it's a, more of a mental challenge. But you make a very good good point, Bob. I think. Yeah, thanks th- for bringing that up. Excuse me. Um, and you know, I'm looking through my information. There is a group of ladies uh, that have their own shop, and um, they cater to ladies and men. So um, I think I'm going to continue to look look that up because I've uh, forgotten the name of the uh, location. I have one more thing. Uh, sure. I don't think I've ever heard it on the show before to help someone purchase a car. I'm not quite sure how they would go about doing it, but I've noticed, and it, we haven't had this situation for because of the pandemic and everything, but now that the dealers have uh, vehicles on their lots, if you can find a car that's been sitting on the lot for an inordinate amount of time, that is going to give you a lot more leverage yes. when you go make the deal. But how would you determine that? I know the salespeople know how many days the vehicles have been on the lot, but how would the customer find that out? You'd have to ask. That's the one with a dead battery and the square tires. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's called in a, in a tree growing through the through the hood. The um, You'd have to ask. Um, quiz them sometimes they like what's the oldest card in stock that's a quiz for for a sales manager um a lot of them probably wouldn't even know i, I that's my my guess is they won't know because i don't think most manage their inventory well, that's, that a, that's a good point and uh in normal times uh all car dealers incentivize their salespeople to sell the old cars the older cars have been around for two or three years and i'm not exaggerating uh they are dealerships that have cars that have been sitting there for a couple of years uh they pay what they call uh, commission flats that's a uh, uh, typically it could be 500 even a thousand dollars get rid of that old piece of junk and i'll pay an extra thousand dollars the problem is when you come on the lot uh, you're, even if you're not looking for a bargain, the salesman is going to tell you that old piece of junk is a bargain because he's going to get a flat commission of $1,000 if the sales manager will accept the price that you're willing to pay. So it's a double-edged sword yeah. there in terms it of... It depends a, on the kind of dealership. Like if you go to a Toyota yeah. dealership, their oldest vehicle might be 30 days old. Yeah, depending on... Exactly. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, but, um, but there are some dealerships now... That have cars. I know the Ford dealers. Yeah, we just uh, mystery shopped one that had a two-year-old new car on the lot. Yeah, there's some. There's some. Well, I'm not. I'm not talking about two years, but I mean, there are some some dealerships that have cars that have been sitting there for yeah. ninety days, one hundred and twenty days. Very typical. Days. Yeah. And uh, something like that, you might have more leverage than if a car just came off the truck. You're absolutely exactly. right. Yeah. Even if it's the same exact car, same right. model, 
everything. So I'm just saying that's a good uh, point. To... Is, you're trying to help people shop. Uh, if there's a way that they could find out. Here, here's here's something I think that could be done, like in a negotiation situation, which we don't usually recommend. And you're looking right. for a, um, another drop. You say, "Do you have a car just like this that's been here a long time?" You know, I'll, I'll take a look at that. If you could, could you give me a better deal on one just like this that's 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 older, and see what they say, because um, that is in there. I mean, you don't want your inventory to sit, and there is incentive for them to to take a lower price on it. Right. Okay, that's good information. Now, last week you were talking about. Uh, vehicles that have cylinder deactivation. Yeah. And I remember back in the 80s, uh, General Motors came out with a vehicle that was called the 468. Yeah, engine. we were talking about that last week, I think. The disaster, along with their diesel engines and the uh, Cadillac <laughs> Cimarron and the Cadillac Catera and the Alante. They've had a lot of, Cadillac has had a lot of uh, bad, bad ideas over <laughs> the years. You can't. And, uh, I would stay away from that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't blame De- them for trying. You know, De- definitely. Um, hey, right. uh, Bob, uh, that uh, question you asked earlier about female mechanics, uh, that garage is out in Houston. It's called ABC 13 Houston, and uh, there there's more than uh, one garage. Uh, not saying in Houston. Uh, but in other locations. Uh, so thanks for bringing that to my attention. Bob, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Do you have any other questions? No, I was just thinking maybe you, uh, the Stewart family could start a scholarship uh, 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 incentive for oh, women. For, uh, for women yeah, uh, definitely. Mechanics. And not only that, but there's uh, these uh, female mechanics are uh, catering to underprivileged. Uh, so there's a whole lot of good stuff going on in that direction. All righty. Well, you guys have a great weekend. Thanks, Bob. Thank nice you. Thanks. And uh, to the ladies that called earlier, please give me a call back. I promise to prioritize your call. Stu? Uh, real quick, uh, New Howard asked about the, uh, the uh, Kia dealership in Orlando. Uh, we did Mystery Shop. Uh, Jonathan pointed out to me two years ago in 2021, like right in the, uh, in the beginnings of the inventory crunch, and it was it's a city key of Orlando, and I, the grade's not on the mystery shop, but um, it's it's definitely an F. I think um, it was the largest markup we had seen over MSRP ever Whoa. to date. It was eighteen thousand um, over MSRP. Um, where was the epilogue? Uh, but I don't think it stopped there because right? this was in June of twenty twenty one. And so the prices continue to, to rise. So I wouldn't be surprised if we had one with a larger markup. Um, just just scanning through the old report, there was a lot of back and forth. And, and Jimmy was the sales manager. And there's a mar- it doesn't look like a good report. Yeah. <laughs> so um, hope you're listening. I'd forgotten about that. We shop so many stores. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, we are going to give that number out <clears throat> one more time or several times throughout the show. So if you don't have a chance to jot it down now, you will later. I'll be mentioning it. That number is 877-960-9960. And uh, you can also text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget your anonymous feedback. We are going to go to Jean in Jupiter. And she has called before. Good morning, Jean. Hi, good morning. I have a question for Rick, and good morning to you you all. I really learn a lot, and I really appreciate your help. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've had Prius since 2013, and, you know, you mentioned Prius to people, or hybrids, you know, they glaze over. They they just can't 
I don't know. It's like you're talking from out of space. My question is, though, I know there's a, an engine and a motor and a battery. I understand about pretty much the engine and the battery, but how does the motor fit in with those uh, two other things? Well, there's actually two motors, and basically they replace the transmission of the vehicle. Um, the electric motors drive the wheels, and they reverse it to generators when you're coasting. So basically, the, they also act as a starter motor to start the engine. So they've, they've got the biggest job of the whole thing. Um, basically, when you start the car, you put it in ready mode, the electric motors are what powers the car. They drive it down the road using power from the battery. And when the battery starts getting a little bit low and it needs to be recharged, the gasoline engine will start up and the one motor then becomes a generator and it produces electricity to recharge that battery. Then when you're driving along and you let off the gas and you're coasting, the other motor will also become as a generator and it will recharge the battery. And you, you remember when uh, uh, we had hurricane season and everybody had their generators running and you'd plug something in and you hear the generator go and really run down? Mm-hmm. Well, that's called electromotive force. It's uh, dragging. So by using that regenerative power, letting that generator create electricity, it actually slows the car down without ever using the brakes. So the great thing is your brakes last a lot longer on the car as well. Right, right. I've heard that. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know the motors or two motors did all that. It's it's a pretty yep. it's neat it's a computer controls everything and it's this neat system of charging and discharging and it just works together very harmoniously. It, it's and the electric amazing. motors have much more torque than a regular gasoline engine, so you get a lot better acceleration, and uh, it's a right. a lot more fun car to drive. It's a, you know, if you haven't tried a hybrid or an EV, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, amazing vehicle. Yeah. Plus, if you get a version that's all-wheel drive, they simply add another motor in the back that has two mm-hmm. axles going out to the back wheels, and you get all-wheel drive with electric power. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I really do uh, enjoy it, and I love the CVT transmission, too. You get in other cars, and you hear this, trans- and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Okay, well, thanks. That, that really helps. I didn't know the motor was that integral part of it. Um, it's pretty so. complex, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Gene, thanks for calling. And okay. uh, spread the word. Uh, let the ladies know that we do have a show here and that they are an important part of that show. I agree. Okay, thank you. Thank have- you. Have a great weekend. Uh, we are going to go to uh, Kevin. And uh, Kevin is calling us from Buffalo, New York. I hope that Kevin is right here because it's pretty cold in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning, Kevin. Oh, it's never cold in Buffalo here. It's always sunny, warm. Uh-huh, when right. I listen to the Earl Stewart team. Uh huh. <laughs> like us, like San Diego, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, my family was just in San Diego, and it was they had high wind warnings, and it was below sixty degrees, so it wasn't. Oh, yeah, climate anyways. change. <laughs> anyways. I have a, a Lexus GX460, which is obviously made by Toyota. Is, is there a tool that I could buy to relearn the tire pressure sensors when I rotate the tires? That's for just a homeowner and not a, a mechanic. Ah, you shouldn't need to. Because no, when okay. you 
when you're rotating the tires, the sensors will automatically still be read by the car. And if you're talking about the one where it shows you the location of the tires on the car, that will adjust itself as you drive the car. It may take up to like 30 miles of driving time, but the computer will realize, oh, okay, those tires have moved from the front axle to the back axle. But it will it will adjust itself. Even for the spare tire? I, For the very few cars that have a sensor in the spare, it'll realize that that one is back there. Right. Most cars don't have a, a sensor in the spare because most of the spare tires are those compact spares that run at 60 PSI, and they just don't, they never bothered putting a sensor in them. How do sensors oh. work? Are they like um, like a 3G signal, or is it like a, what kind of signals they communicate with? It's it's a radio frequency signal. I, I'm not sure what, you know, what it would be called as right. for 3G or anything like that, but it only has to send that signal just a short distance, like so 10 to 15 feet at the most, to the receiver that's usually located on the C pillar of the car, and it's up high so that way it gets a, a good signal in. And of course, the computer looks at the signals and it only re, only trusts the ones that are with it all the time. That way it's not getting confused by maybe reading a signal from another car. That's cool. Hey, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I'm fascinated. Are there any other systems in the car that use wireless um, communication within the car besides the um, tire pressure sensors? Well, you've got Wi-Fi, you've got cell signal. I mean, you... besides the infotainment, I mean, something like there's is does something a component in the engine communicate with somewhere else in the car wirelessly? Not wirelessly, no. Okay, that's pretty cool. The sensors kind of have to because I think Kevin, we're, we're having a conversation among ourselves here, but we we haven't forgot you're on the phone. Oh, I didn't forget either. <laughs> no. I, I, it's very helpful to me too. Your conversation, yeah, it's all intelligent conversation. I like it. Yeah. All right. Do you have any Maybe other questions? I do have a spare full size spare tire, so it'll sense it by itself. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, team. Wirelessly. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Give Bye-bye. us a call again. Bye-bye. Let's go to Stephen. He's been holding from Stewart. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. I just want to add uh, something for you, the listeners here. Uh, Mullinax Ford, this only pertains to people who live in Florida. Mullinax Ford on North Lake Boulevard in Palm Beach Gardens has no dealer fee. That's right. Zero. And we've tested it. It's true. They were a pioneer, by the way, uh, Stephen. People think we're the first dealer that uh, doesn't have a dealer fee, no junk fees, but Mullinax pioneered that years before we went over. So I salute him and his family. It's a family-operated group of, of dealerships. And um, I think at that time I heard about it. Uh, he was in uh, had a store in Fort Lauderdale. That's where I first heard about no, you know, no junk fees. I copied him, basically, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for doing that, Earl. <laughs> Anybody who's interested in buying a Hyundai can go up to Central Florida Hyundai in Claremont, Florida, which is right in the Orlando area. They have no dealer fees and no baloney when it comes to additional fees of any kind. That's so you're going to pay MSRP or you're going to get a discount, one or the other. So that's Hyundai in Claremont. What's the name of the dealership? 
Central, Central Florida Hyundai. Central Florida Hyundai and Clara. Wow. Well, I tell you, that's yep. a breaking news bullet. Especially for No it. junk fees. Uh, uh, what about dealer-installed accessories? Uh, is there anything that they add to the car, like stripes or uh, nitrogen in the tires or anything like that that is not factory-installed? Uh, Earl, it's been five years since I bought a car from them, mm-hmm. and when five years ago they were adding absolutely nothing. Wow, at all. that's fantastic! Uh, Central Central Florida Hyundai. Central Florida yeah. Hyundai in Claremont, Florida. Now the the pandemic uh, and the subsequent supply chain things did a lot of weird things to some dealers. So um, we might have to go up there and see if they if they uh, maintain their. Uh, their ethics. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. When people call in with good news like that, it's very exciting. I mean, we hear about bad dealers all the time, but the good dealers, like Central Florida Hyundai and Claremont, are a rarity. So thank you very much. And uh, we'll verify that. We'll do a double check because, as you say, it's been four years or five years since you were there. But we'll verify that and get them on our recommended dealer list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, right, and also, Stephen, uh, let me mention this. You know, you sound like as if that you could be a volunteer uh, for Earl's Vigilantes. You might want to consider it. And uh, it's, uh, it's educating consumers when it comes to buying a car um, and uh, servicing a car, anything at all. You know, the people in your neighborhood or the surrounding area. Uh, so you can go to Earl on Cars and check out Earl's Vigilantes. And we'll give you a vigilante hat, too. Yeah, we'll give you All a right. hat. All right, I'm on board. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm on their website, and they they do advertise no dealer fees still and low upfront pricing. So um, that's a good sign so far. Yep, yep it is. Well, thank you, Stephen. You're welcome. You Bye-bye. have a great weekend. Bye. Okay, we are, sorry about that. Uh, They need to make this uh, place larger. (laughs) Okay, we're going to go to uh, Roadrunner Steve. Amy. Good morning, Steve. Welcome. How are you? He's got a weird connection. Steve, are you there? Yeah, Roadrunner Steve here. All right. Okay, I was up at the Den of Thieves yesterday with my buddy, which is uh, Green Acres Nissan, okay? Uh-huh. So I'm walking around, so I seen a 2024 Nissan Sentra. Manufacturer's retail price, 28000 Okay. So now I look for the, for the crooked stuff. Okay, <laughs> market value four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's the adjustment. That's the adjustment. Right. All right. Okay. Now here we go. Protection package. No oh boy. For one thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> Kit windows, seat car covers, paint, and door edge guards. So. <laughs> For not <laughs> from twenty eight grand, you add on another seven thousand. That's thirty five grand. Oh, yeah. Okay. Disgusting. So my thing is, let's say I go to an Italian restaurant and I want spaghetti and meatballs. Okay, we're going to spaghetti and meatballs. You know, we got got to raise the price. Oh boy. Well, how are you raising it to? Well, we got to add on four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. All right, I'm hungry. I'll eat it. Right. 
Oh, Mr. Roadrunner Steve, would you like a protection package? Oh, jeez. Sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve, are you uh, are you on Earl's vigilantes list? No, no, no. No, with the, no, with the protection package for nineteen hundred, the lady gives me a handful of napkins and a bib, so I don't get spaghetti sauce on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> How is this for seven thousand? I go out and buy a used car. It's for messy people. <laughs> That's quite a story. That's crazy. Yeah. I know, and I thought they're supposed to put, you know, the listing of the car on the side window. They don't do that no more. I th they're supposed to. I mean, on new vehicles, on that's the law. Yeah, it's well, it's in Florida, they don't. I mean, uh, not one hundred percent. They have it on the dashboard. They there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we we mostly shop outside of Florida, and all the shops that we did outside of Florida, they had the window sticker where it's supposed to be. But for some reason, Florida thinks they're immune to the law, and they they put them in the trunk, they put them in the back seat, they uh, they disappear entirely. Uh, they just don't care. Yeah, and the funny thing was, I wanted to take a picture of it, but the, the eyeballs were on me, right? <laughs> so I said, yeah, let me write it down. I didn't have a pen. So I see I wanted to work it. Oh, can I help you? Yeah, my wife's giving me a phone number. Can I borrow a pen from you? Yeah, yeah. No, he gives you the pen. So I take out my pen. I start writing this down. I said, yeah, thank you. Here's your pen back. Don't, don't worry about using your phone. You can take pictures. Everybody does that. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're doing up to nothing. You yes, can exactly. use your phone. Everybody's doing it. Hey, Steve, thanks for entertaining us. That's crazy. I mean, I thought that, you know, that market value was gone. They still doing it? We've seen it still. I think we saw it recently. It's just um, uh, maybe they're more willing to, to, to get rid of it because that's, that's what happened on a couple of our mystery shops where it was there and they objected and it went away. I don't, I don't understand that. I wanted to yell out, people, don't buy a car here. They're going to rob That's crazy. You should pick at them. <laughs> hey, hey Steve, I got calls day. from all over the country lighting up my uh, X screen. Oh, the funny thing was, every vehicle in there had the same market value. Five, so you went to a, an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, that should that tell you something. Sense. You go to a low Nissan, five grand. Uh huh. Okay. Right. That was always illogical. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, Steve. Bye, Steve. Thanks. Beep, beep. Thank you. Uh, we are going to go to Howard uh, in uh, Jupiter. Is this uh, the original Howard? This is OG that's, Howard. That's, that's the old Howard. We have old a new Howard. Howard. <laughs> hey, Howard, real quick. I don't know if you were listening, but there is a new Howard, and I got I have some information for him real quick. He, he recommended the Central Florida Hyundai. I'm looking on their website on their disclaimers. Their disclaimers look like our disclaimers. It doesn't say anything. There's nothing hidden so far. So it looks like they're legit. We got a mystery shop, and that's the final, the final yeah. test. Yeah. What's up, Howard? Yeah, are you talking to me? Yes. Talking to, to the old Howard, okay, yes. Okay, great. I'm the old Howard. Okay. Yes. Uh, two things I have to say. Um, my friend has a Genesis 2017, and I, and I called up and I told him and, and said his radio stopped working. So he went to uh, Napleton um, in North Palm Beach, uh -oh. and, uh, and they wanted $600 just to check it. Then he went to another Napleton in... Um, Why? <laughs> Why? I thought he's your friend. Do you guys ever talk about the show or anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, then, then, no, I told him about you. All right. 
and, and then he went to uh, Napleton and Moncow thing, and they wanted three hundred dollars just to check it. So it's half uh, the price. God bless. Hey, Your friend's a masochist. Hey, he's a glutton for punishment. If you really like Napleton, you should go to Martin County Napleton. It's cheaper. <laughs> so, so guess how we fixed it, Rick? Guess how we fixed? He fixed it in five minutes. Can you? Rick, he banged on the did? hood with his hand. And what do you have going on? Uh, the amplifier uh, was not working, and he had no radio uh, signal. And mm-hmm. he was able to open the hood and fix it in, 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 five, in five minutes. Disconnect minutes. the battery, wait a minute, and plug it back in. You got it. That's what he did. He started the radio to start okay. working. Can Reboot. Explain, Rick, Reboot explain? works for everybody. That's what we he, do. He plugged it and plugged it, unplugged it and plugged Reboot. it back in. <laughs> Can you explain why that happened? Yeah, please explain this. Uh, the electronic circuitry inside the the programming got caught in a loop, and so it went into a shutdown mode, and you shut off all the power, it rebooted the system, and everything was good again. That's why it works on everything. Yeah, yep. well, I wish it worked on humans. You just unplug a human, replug him in, <laughs> he's good to go. I think they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, another question. Uh, Rick, what's the advantage and disadvantage of steel wheels? Uh, they they dent more. It must be used an to, advantage. It used to be the, the big advantage to them was that if you accidentally hit a curb and you bent it a little bit, a good mechanic could actually straighten the wheel back a little ways. And they did. they were easier to balance and they would hold the balance a little better. But anymore there's no real advantage and the alloy wheels just look so much better the the quality on those alloy aftermarket or even factory wheels they they look better the quality's just fine a lighter there there's no real reason to have steel wheels anymore okay and okay another question hubcaps Whatever happened to hubcaps? I've, I've, they, I saw they go on a steel wheels. 2017. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so the steel wheels are gone. There goes the hubcaps. Well, and, and if you hubcaps, most of them are plastic, using a metal ring in there as a spring to try to hold them in place. Those plastic tabs, as they come on and off every time you rotate the tires, they they start to break. So the hubcaps wind up making noise. They fall off. They're very. If you look to get just one from the factory to replace one that fell off, they're very expensive. <sighs> so most people, I tell them, hey, just go to Walmart and get a set for forty bucks and put on there. And even then, it's like, again, alloy wheels just look better and they hold up better. Yeah, but the wall. Uh, not, not all makes. Uh, not all cars of different makes have hubcaps. I think Toyota is the only one. Is that correct? Oh, any any car company that makes a, that has steel wheels offers hubcaps. Okay, I got it. so steel wheels. Uh, steel wheels is still made by uh, different uh, automobile companies. Oh yeah, every every company still puts steel wheels on some of their cars. Okay, the LEs all come with steel wheels, correct? Toyota LE. I'm not sure. I actually, I don't even. I don't think that's accurate. But I do know the lower trim levels are the ones where you're going to get um, yeah. uh, steel wheels. I probably got to get steel wheels on my Tesla because I'm hitting curbs all the time. <laughs> That'd be easier. You can just bang them back instead of replacing the wheels. I got one curb leaving where I live. I, when I come out of my community, I hit it about once a week. It's uh, that's why I drive. <laughs> I heard they're going to name that Earl's Curb. Yeah, Earl's Curb. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, thank you very much for the information. And You're welcome, nice Howard. Day.
Thank you, Old Howard. Go go to Turtle Fest. They have a festival there. Oh, is that that this weekend? I'll try. Only today. Only today. Okay, get out there. Only today. Turtle Fest. Okay. Thanks, Howard. Thanks, Howard. Okay, folks, if you didn't jot that number down, it is 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-653. You know, we haven't given out our YouTube yet. And that's the reason Rick is, is loafing over here, because that's his channel. And you can stream us at youtube.com forward slash rolling cars. In fact, our most informed, educated, really cool best looking followers, best looking, are on YouTube. And they're all Rick's followers. YouTube.com forward slash rolling cars. Rick will monitor that station, look at your postings, and when we get one, he'll read it. So, uh, Please go to youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. That's great. Well, we've actually been having an interesting little conversation on here. Uh, Steve Miggs. Is that Miggs, with Donovan? Uh, Donovan, was, he's here. He's here today, yeah. But uh, Steve Miggs came in and he was asking, um, with modern cars all having video screens and that, what's going to happen when those video screens start breaking and they're no longer available? And believe it or not, that's something that... Uh, You've heard of built-in obsolescence Mm. that we have in a lot of our products nowadays? Yes. Imagine that when a car has a a video screen that is the proper size for it, and they quit making that particular version, 10 years down the road, when the factory is no longer required by law to be able to produce those parts for that car for replacement, if that screen breaks, you're going to have a hard time finding some company that's going to come in to be able to uh, step in and repair that screen. So my prediction is one of two things. Either a lot of these cars are going to wind up getting sold for scrap because, uh, you know, if the electronics start to go out and they can't be repaired, you know, the, the car becomes almost useless. Yeah. Or we're going to find a lot of aftermarket companies that are going to step in just like they do with cell phones. Uh, you know, there's a lot of aftermarket I places. Fix it that are repairing sure. cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. So as these TV screens and that on these cars start to break and the electronics start going out, companies are gonna step up and they're gonna fill that gap, I hope. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a whole lot coming in that direction and uh, I'd like to talk about it, but we don't have time. Uh, so uh, I am going to thank John from Palm City, my friend and caller for holding. Good morning, John. I hope you're still there, John. Yes, I'm here. Uh, thanks for hanging on. Okay, no problem. Sorry for the wait. For, I got a question for Rick. Okay. On a, on a car battery, new ones, especially an oddball size, did he ever put one in the car that's brand new and it's defective, like it's an oddball and it's been sitting in a distributed shelf for a long time and it doesn't take a charge? Did he I've... ever run across that? I have seen that happen even on, and now I'm going to use this term, the Group 24 battery, which the Group 24 refers to the size of the battery, and it is probably the most common size out there. It's like the AA battery of the car world. Probably three-quarters of the cars out there use a Group 24 battery, and I've seen a brand-new Group 24 battery that you put it in the car, and it, it fails. There's there's no product 
that human beings make that works perfectly every single time, every single one of them. They're, you know, we're human. All these products are made by humans. So occasionally one of them has an issue and they can fail. That's why we've got warranties. Well, there you the go. good news. The good news is there's only two major uh, battery companies in the United States, very big. One is Clarios, which is the former Johnson Control Company. They're the biggest. Yep. They make interstate, diehard, advanced auto, Optima, Everstar. They, they make so many of them, it's unbelievable. And it's they're called Clarios. They bought uh, outright from Johnson Control. Second one is East Penn, which is a DECA battery. They're in Lyons Station, Pennsylvania. They make the batteries for Napa, AAA, O'Reilly, Duracell, Duralast, AutoZone, etc., etc. I didn't but know that. Yeah, there's only two battery manufacturers yeah. in the whole United yeah. States? Wow. Two, that's, two, that's, some of them are bought in from uh, China, uh, odd, but oddball brands, but yeah. the major ones are only two, and people should get the right battery. And instead of looking at the booklet when the deal that you get the battery from, there's a company which is international called BCI Group. BCI rates the size, like Rick mentioned, 24, which is the most common. They have every size listed with the year of car or if it's from a, a truck or tractor or whatever. And it's very important that you get the right BCI Group battery. Otherwise, you could have major problems. It could be sitting too high. It uh, doesn't, the case doesn't hold the battery down good. And an example I can give you, my neighbor told me his grandson has a major problem with a Mustang. I said, what's being? Let's bring it in. I want to look at it. And I looked at it. He took a battery from an old, another car, and it's too high. And believe it or not, it's hitting and shorting on the metal from the hood of the car. Wow. So oh boy. Very, very important that you have the proper BCI group. It's Battery Council International in your automobile. Exact manufacturer original. Absolutely. 100% correct. All right. Well, I'm glad that girl realizes that it's only major, and people have to know that, two major companies yeah. that make all the lead-acid batteries. Actually, it makes me a little nervous. You know, when you have too few uh, competitors, you're only at two two companies, and then they have different brands making you think that each brand is a company, but when you got one company making all the brands, just all the batteries and just changing the brand name, uh, that's a lot of control they have over price, distribution, quality. Uh, uh, I, I prefer more. I, I, I like it when you've got four or five companies competing. Uh, when you only have one or two, that's a, that's a kind of a scary proposition. That's, that's called monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly, yeah. Okay, well, uh, yeah, how'd you like to have the only car dealership in the United States? I wonder what the uh, junk fees would be in that. <laughs> they would just change the name of the brand. That's all, put different names on it in the same company. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right. Thank all right, you, guys, John. we're waiting and looking for that shopping report. Oh, Sounds thanks, good. John. There, there was an old episode of The Simpsons where they go to see the, the, the Beard Brewery and they had one big pipe that came out and split into three that went into the Duff Light, the Duff Old, the Duff This. And it, it was all the same stuff just being put under a different name. Oh. And that's what these batteries are. They all come off the same assembly line, 
and they slap a different sticker on each one, and and then they give a different price on each one. Yeah. And you think you're, oh, hey, this one's a big brand name. But it's the same as the one next to it that's $20 cheaper. Yeah. You look at the size of the battery. You look at where the terminals are to make sure it's the proper configuration of terminals for your car. And you look at the cold cranking amps on that battery. You want it to be matching or higher than what your factory battery was. Well, one of your uh, auto manufacturers now, when you look at at Honda and then you look at uh, Acura, it's the same manufacturer. So oftentimes you can buy a Honda that's basically the same as an Acura and save yourself several thousand dollars. Now, you're not going to get the gingerbread and the bells and whistles, but the basic vehicle. The same thing is true with with uh, General Motors, with Cadillac and Chevrolet. Same is true with uh, mm-hmm. Infiniti and Nissan, Toyota and Lexus. Uh, we always recommend on the show, if you have the luxury model, if you're driving a Lexus, take it to a Toyota dealer. You're driving a Accord, uh, take it to a, uh, a Honda dealer. You're driving a Cadillac, take it to a Chevrolet dealer. They're, they're General Motors dealers. That she, they can fix Cadillacs and Chevrolets. Save yourself a ton of money because the luxury guy pays twice as much as the guy that bought the Chevrolet. Okay. Great information. Hey, folks, um, you want to hear about car insurance? Um, I'll spare you uh, the misery here, the whole article that appeared in the uh, Palm Beach uh, Post. I'll just give you some rates. Uh, so I uh, hope everybody is sitting down. Florida comes in at $3,945. Number one? Number one. Jeez. New York, number two, $3,840. Louisiana? Number three, $3,618. And uh, if you're ready to move, I suggest that you go to Vermont, where the insurance, they come in at number one, Vermont. Listen to this, $1,353. What's the Hmm. difference? And then if you want to head out to Idaho, you could, yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, I was it? saying, it's so di- there doesn't seem to be like a region. It's like all over the place. you got south, it's expensive, north, this, yeah. everything. From sublime to the ridiculous. Uh, Idaho, uh, they come in, uh, did I say Idaho? $1,421. No, I didn't mention Idaho. Um, and uh, third, Maine, $1,507. I think I get it. The most beautiful states have the lowest insu- uh, car insurance. Yeah. and uh, The ones with lower populations, too. Yeah. So if you think your food <laughs> bill is high, uh, take a look at uh, car insurance. And, uh, you know, if you haven't taken, look, taken a look at your policy, I would recommend you do so because there's always room to negotiate. I guarantee you if you've had that same policy with the same company for four years and you call you will get a significant discount just from shopping around. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, if you look into these uh, new policies, there's so many ways to cut costs, so many. We don't even have time for me to mention how many different ways. So uh, take Earl's advice. Hey, 77-960-9960, or you can text us at 772 772- Four nine seven six five three zero. I think it's time to go to the guys. Uh, Rick, what do you have for us? Well, on the uh, subject of batteries, uh, Donovan says, 
very few companies globally make lead acid batteries anymore, which is a standard car battery. And 80% of each new battery is made from recycled old lead acid batteries. A good thing for our environment. More brands need to start to move to lithium 12 volt batteries and we would solve a lot of the battery problems we have today. So many brands have made the batteries so small and are pulling so much more current than ever before and people wonder why the batteries only last two years if you're lucky, which that's very true. And believe it or not, it's you would think that cold weather states would be harder on the battery, but it's actually not true. The yeah. colder the state, the batteries seem to actually last longer. They have to struggle a little more to get your car started in that very cold temperature. But you get down here in Florida with our heat and humidity. So are you talking about not just car batteries, a 12-volt car battery, uh, but uh, electric vehicle batteries? Are they also last longer in cold states? Uh, I think that might turn out to be true, but that one, we're going to have to wait and see to get more evidence on it. Because, yeah. uh, of course, they are lithium. They're not a lead-acid type yeah. battery. Yeah. That would be interesting, and, though. I mean, because yeah. basically the... the performance is shut down and basically it just it kind of freezes it doesn't uh, really um it can't store you know have a much lower range so you're not really utilizing the battery so it's probably True. getting less you know wear i mean if i know it's not wear it's not mechanical wear, right but, right but it, it's a chemical wear yeah yeah, yeah. Er earl and i were talking this morning about uh, the electric vehicle and there <coughs> is no way to detect uh, the length of the battery, uh, it's, it, 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 there's nothing on paper that says, hey, listen, the battery is going to wear out such and such. So if you're you buying know, a used electric vehicle. And you've got five vehicle. more years, there's yeah. nothing. Right. Nothing. You have no real information to go on, just kind of like averages. As a matter of fact, yeah, Donovan just came back again. He says, an EV battery doesn't matter where it is for its overall life because it's temperature controlled by the car. Oh, okay. The car can heat or cool the battery as needed to keep it at its optimal temperature. Donovan, I love you. Donovan, the guy's he's awesome. A, he's a amazing. Genius. He really is. I, I really would like to meet him one day. Just, yeah. you know. When I think we of YouTube, Google, I think of Donovan. We got AI and we got Donovan. Yep. Yeah. We'll fly him in for your birthday. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but why were all the Teslas are in these, all these EVs during that like super cold snap having running out uh, and this, this big disaster up there? What was going on there? Well, and, and there again, that's it's that super cold. It was beyond the normal cold. Yeah, like the and range, that was right? a yeah. that was an odd occurrence. Yeah, when you're 45 degrees below zero, I don't think the heaters. But the article, happen. the article that Nancy's talking about is one of the reasons why there's chaos in the used vehicle EV market. Think about it. Uh, EV batteries can go for twenty thousand dollars, so you go and buy a three or four year old EV. You don't know, right. you don't know how the owner of that car, uh, when did he charge? For example, my Tesla says, don't charge it beyond eighty percent for maximum life. If you charge it a hundred percent every time you charge it, you're going to decrease right. the life of the battery. So someone buying my car uh, four years from now. They don't know whether I abided okay. by the 80% right. or not. They also, they might not know where the car was. It could have been in Minneapolis. It could have been uh, exactly. anywhere. Yeah. That's what I was saying. You can only go mm -hmm. by average and say, yeah. well, on average, this yeah. car does this, but you yeah. don't know if you're going to get a bad one. So how do you know? Right. How exactly. do you know what the trading value is? How do you know what to pay for a used EV? Yeah, that's There's, what my point was. Is there a test for a battery? And you yeah. know what? To replace that battery, the replacement, it comes in between five and 20 thousand dollars 
there's a, a there's a mode in every Tesla to see the battery life remaining. It's in the service menu, and you can run a test that will give you the battery percentage life left. Oh, uh, who was right? that? That's Donovan. Donovan. Oh, no. Come on, Earl. Who do you think had that one right there for us? Donovan, they call the men together. I'm going to leave this seat. Donovan, you take over this seat. I'm telling you, this guy hey, is a... I, I, do we have I his text number or something that we can communicate directly with him? Ah, uh, we do not, I'm but I think I can arrange that. Door. Yeah. Hey, I ha I don't need Google. I have <coughs> Donovan. I'm gonna have a T-shirt made. Where's Where's Donovan from? They will buy that T-shirt. Well, I, I can't means. wait to find right out. It's local. I find out how much battery life I got left on my T-shirt. We're right all gonna you. be at your door. <laughs> well, I, I I know from his posts that he travels quite a bit. Um, I know he's involved in, in automotive, uh, I think purchasing and selling a lot but of cars. does he travel in our direction? But <laughs> I'm also pretty certain, because he knows Palm Beach County quite well, especially West Palm, so I'm quite certain that he is a local. Oh, really? It'd be interesting to talk to. Um, hey guys, uh, we gotta go back to the phones. Uh, I just lost a call, and but uh, Frank has a whole lot of patience, and he stayed right on. And before we go to Frank, ladies, I want to remind you, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Uh, time is tick-tock, tick-tock. It's ticking away. So give me a call. $50 for the first two new lady callers. Frank, what's up? Hey, good morning. I'm driving, so I, I don't have a chance. I wanted to send you a cartoon that was hilarious. Well, we won't stay on oh. long. I don't well, want to. It'd be quick. I don't, no, want, no, you to, okay. I don't I think, want you to wreck your I car. Think, Actually, I'm in line at Costco right now to get gas, <laughs> so that'll be. Uh, I'm not going to be moving for a while. But I'm um, quick back to the batteries about saving life. I just noticed something myself on my um, cell phone. It says if you don't charge it past 85 percent, you're going to extend the battery life yep. much longer. There's so, a um, setting on your phone where you can go to smart charging where it will it'll do that. It'll just tap it. Same thing as a Tesla. It tops off at 80 percent. Yeah. Uh, same. My computer yeah, does the same thing. So when I plug yeah, my phone in overnight, I'm overcharging it. Um, go in your settings under the, uh, go to battery, and then there's a there's a battery smart battery savings thing. You turn it on, and oh. it will. It's I think it comes defaulted to on, so you might. So, but it shows a full charge, but it's not really a full charge. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I've got that on. Uh, well, yeah, actually, mine will show 85 percent, which is fine. I, I don't talk that much. Mm -hmm. I know that's probably surprising you. For every Saturday morning, I don't talk much, but anyway. <laughs> um, and about the cold for the batteries, I think that's also an interesting fact, too, because I know a lot of people keep their batteries in the refrigerator to extend their life, so there's um, a lot of interesting facts you brought up. But here's real quick for your dog fanciers. The other day I was in a park, and there's a tree there with a bunch of sticks laying around the tree, and it said, Dog Library. And there was even a little dish there for some water. And, the, you know, the sign said, Pick up a stick, leave a stick. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, where was that? There you go. That, that was just a made-up thing that Frank made up for you guys. Frank so, made it up. Okay, you invented it. Hey, you should trademark that. The dog library. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Thanks, dog Frank. library. But anyway, I'll let you guys go because um, I, I am driving. But we'll talk uh, to you next week. Yeah, All right. Stay Thanks, safe. Frank. Look forward Have to it. Have a great weekend. Uh, we're going to go to Marty, and he is a regular caller. What's new, Marty? Hi. How are you? We're great. We hey, were Marty. waiting to hear from you. Okay, I have to disagree with Earl, and it's 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 something that hang up on him. Hang do. up on him. Hey, Marty, <laughs> Marty, I'm yes. the I'm the only one 
that disagrees okay. with Earl. <laughs> You're number two now. <laughs> yeah, and Stu made, and Stu probably agrees with Earl because uh, it's his father. Now, <laughs> my point you don't know Stu very well. <laughs> my point is this: I just negotiated a deal where the car dealer came down over $16,000 because the car was in stock. The car was on the ground. Mm -hmm. And to me, all I'm saying is if you try to do that online, you could never do that. Did you, did you buy the car? Yes. You did? Yeah. All right. What'd you get? Uh, It's a crown. Ah, very good. Wow. Good. Congratulations. Yeah. My feelings Congratulations. are Congratulations. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't have done it except it had everything that I wanted on it, and it had the uh, advanced technology package. Yeah. But they discounted the car off MSRP, and they gave me 4000 more for my car as a trade-in. Well, where was the 16000 from? What they started it. Oh, okay. So they're they're way over MSRP. Right. Okay, gotcha. Well, good job, Marty. How long did it take? Congratulations. It was a it was a, you know a few hours. Okay. Well, Marty, I, Marty, just in a way of full disclosure, so that people know, uh, you are a very shrewd negotiator. You're very well informed. You're a vigilante. You've got all the information, and so you can go into a car dealership and you can you can hold your own. Ninety nine percent of the people that are buying cars right. uh, can't handle that, and the ones that can't handle it don't want to handle it. You, you're you're one of these negotiators that loves to negotiate. So you go in, do battle. You come out invigorated and say, "Boy, I really had a good time. I I beat that salesman up pretty good." But the average person just wants to go in and get in, get, buy a car, and get out and go home and and not feel like they got taken advantage of. So. Uh, yeah, uh, if you're a if you're a, a Marty type negotiator, you can go head to head with a lot of these dealerships. Just go in there and spend the day or a couple of days, and and uh, if you're really good, you'll get a good price. Yeah. Well, I think if the car obviously was not on the lot, yeah, I wouldn't have. They would be a different been situation. Able to do it. Yeah. 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 But when it's if there, I, that's that's when they talk. They say it's time to talk turkey, <laughs> and you guys, right. yeah. and that's what you did. It's just you have to have the fortitude to to do that. And and, and Marty, you well, do. I, I've been I've been doing it for a while. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Newer generations I, have no experience doing this, so like it was way more common. Everybody, every family, you know, you had the dad probably did the negotiating and and all that, and it was common, and the yeah. kids witnessed it. The kids today, and I'm going to say kids. 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds, they, they didn't grow up and, with that. And it's not always just just a warning to. It's, it's, you have to have the uh, – or, or not it's just being able – you know, having the skill, it's warning to. Uh, Nancy and I, uh, uh, she's a negotiator in the family. I don't like to negotiate. I, I, just, I just don't – you know, it's just not my style. Nancy, uh, if we're going to buy something, I bring her along because – she goes in head to head, and she can negotiate. So, yes, uh, it's negotiating is something that's always going to be some people that are disappointed. I have people now. Uh, here we are at our dealership. We put our lowest price on every car, and sometimes people take offense at it. What do you mean you won't cut the price? And I have, I have my standard re, uh, retort is: listen, we give. 
you the same price that we'd give the President of the United States or the King of England. I don't care whether you're an important person or a person just fresh out of school or a person that doesn't speak English. We all, we charge the same, our lowest price on every car. And they are insulted by the fact that I, well, you mean you won't even give me a $100 discount? I say, right. no, if I did that, I'd have to, I wouldn't be true to my word. I say, that's my lowest price. And if I cut $100 to your neighbor and you paid $100 more than your neighbor, you wouldn't like that. So it's um, it's an interesting, the negotiation is a dying thing, I think. I think in the advanced civilization we finally arrive at, it won't be a negotiation. Right, you'll have to go to Morocco and go to a, a carpet yeah. bazaar uh, <laughs> if you want to get your fix. Well, I, I, I just, like, I just wanted to say, basically, that's the only thing I ever disagree with Earl on. <laughs> I know, you, you did You did start well, off with your comments No, with I see that. your it's point. True. I see your point. Hey, Marty, Marty don't, like, don't make me look hey. bad. And by the way, listen, we negotiate. We send uh, Agent Lightning out in the field every week, and she does all, does our negotiations yeah. well, for we us. we negotiate <laughs> when we buy for the dealership. I mean, uh, I have a rule of the dealership. You get at least three bids. We don't buy anything without at least three bids, yeah. or at least we're not supposed to. So, well, yeah, expensive yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. We don't get three and bids you know, for turkey I sandwiches. Took my, I took my trade-in uh, to CarMax and a couple other dealers, <clears throat> And they were a lot lower, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, offers that I got from this other dealership. So I, it was still. So who'd you, who'd you beat up? It was Al Hendrickson. No. I was okay. God, who's got a big markup like that? Yeah. Well, you can tell us. Well, I don't want it to go right, on right, the right. air. <laughs> I don't want it to go on the air. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll probably, I'll probably still do my service over by you. But, uh, I, you're still the nicest, yes, most of polite dealership. Marty, we're not offended at all, and I'm, and I'm you're not going to get free tires. You got a better price no, than what we're that's, offering, that's, and that's that's true. <laughs> it's true, and I'll tell you, these tires are big. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're big. You got the soft ones now, so maybe maybe trade them out and, uh, and get some some long lasting ones. <laughs> yeah, I looked at these. These are twenty one inch Michelin, so they're not. Uh, I'm sure they're not cheap. Oh boy! Wow. Hey Marty, it was great hearing from you. Yeah. You okay. always. So, uh, Sorry to offend Earl today, but no, he is offended. No, I, hey, I, he's I, used I, to it. I think you're a cool guy. I I, I like knowing negotiators. Maybe if, you know, I used to have a guy that worked for me at the dealership. He probably wouldn't mind mentioning his name. His name's David Silverstein. He's, he's passed away, oh, so David. He's, he, didn't he didn't mind. Uh, anyway, uh, when we buy things, uh, you know, we you know, we buy, uh, you know, uh, air conditioners, uh, printers for the dealership, uh, anything that we had to buy. I mean, we buy a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, we got a, a big dealership. Uh, so when when we got down and this was the best price, I'd say, give it to David Silverstein. David would call and he'd inevitably, uh, you know, get another 5 or 10% off the price. So I respect negotiators like you, Marty, and I, uh, I just, uh, that's just not the way I deal, but uh, it works for you. Yeah, and just to let you go, uh, the only thing I could say is the car was still too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Okay, thanks, Marty. Cars. Yeah, if thanks, Marty. It, that's it. All right, have a good weekend. You yeah, too. you too. 
Um, we are going to get to the guys here yeah. with uh, YouTube, got, <coughs> and we're going to go to uh, Stu. He's got some text for us. I got Amory. She's got a, a little story for us. Oh, and, great. Uh, Hi, Amory. Once upon a time. Good morning. Um, I've encountered it, and I'm speaking in the first person as if I am Anne-Marie. Uh-huh. That's, your, that's your line. Um, I've encountered poor behavior in car dealerships over the years that resulted in me walking out the door and refusing to buy a car from them. Here are a few examples. I asked to see the dealer's selection of four-door sedans, and the salesman only showed me two-door sedans. Goodbye for not listening to me. In 1978, I asked if the car came with a full-size spare, and the salesman told me full-size spare tires were a safety hazard. Of course, he pulled the high-pressure routine, too. Don't insult my intelligence. I'm out of there. The most annoying incident was when I had a, con- to, had a contract to buy a new 1978 Plymouth Horizon, which was Motor Trend's car of the year, and we agreed that I would have the check for my credit union in hand, and I would pick up the car at noon on Wednesday, during my lunch hour, I showed up at the dealership at the appointed time. My salesperson was nowhere to be found. Neither was the manager or anyone else. The receptionist couldn't find um, anyone either. I waited a half hour hoping someone would see me, but no one could be bothered to take the check and give me the keys um, to the new Plymouth Horizon. So I went back to work. I had been torn between the Plymouth and a Volkswagen Rabbit, um, and I had a firm out-the-door prices for both cars. That invisible Plymouth salesman gave me my answer. I went to my credit union, gave them back the check, and had them make a check for the Volkswagen dealer. I called the VW dealer and said I'd come by after work to pick the rabbit up. It was already it was ready when I got there. They got my money, and I got the car. Wow. The Plymouth salesman called my home that evening, threatening to sue me for not buying the Horizon. <laughs> I told him that neither he nor his manager could be found when I came to pick up the car at the agreed-upon time, and that's why they lost the sale. He became even more argumentative, so I handed him the phone over to my father, who told the salesman off in no uncertain terms. <laughs> so my question this week is, uh, what is the most outrageous behavior that your mystery shopper has ever encountered? And I don't think anything has happened like that. But then again... Um, well, didn't uh, someone chase Scott Cadmus out of the dealership trying to get the buyer's order okay, back? Okay, yeah, that was, well, that the most outrageous behavior that was on our on our part. We had our, our service manager go in because we wanted to get a copy of Palm Beach Toyota's buyer's order, and uh, which had eluded us. <laughs> and he went in, and his plan, he just walked right into the finance office, opened a drawer, and they where they keep the unprinted bars and pulled it out and walked out and they all chased him and he just kept walking until the car got in and, and drove back to, to and, our and another time that was, he almost came to fisticuffs with a dealer in Fort Lauderdale we had him to do that again because I think yeah. we wanted him to get another buyer's order because we were on yeah. that was our mission we were trying to get everybody's so we could show what the dealer fees were and uh, he same thing here somebody encountered him and it got it almost uh, got to, to violence um, how exciting yeah I mean it's so funny Emory because I think I am jaded because um, a lot of the things that we're reading over week after week, we just, you know, we, we say we grade on a curve and it's not shocking to us anymore. Um, to a brand new shopper like you in 1978, you know, probably still living, still at home with your dad, um, you know, 
that was a that was a horrible shock. <laughs> but you know, we're old wizened car dealers. Um, we've had the crazy thing, the, the ghost car that disappeared. We've had some some very rude treatment. We've had Agent Lighten um, be told to stop talking and listening, or to look l- look someone in the eye when they're speaking. Yeah. Um, just stuff like that, and obviously just the tactics uh, that the car dealers have been doing in South Florida. But um, we'll think about it. I'm sure you got some stuff in the old days too, not from mystery shops, but stuff that you did. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, think about it. We literally we've done thousands of these, so yeah, it's, 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 uh, sometimes it's difficult to recall. We probably should have a third column: recommended, not recommended, crazy. and outrageous behavior. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. a hard question, anyway. It's like, what's your favorite scene in the in in your in the favorite movie you've ever seen? Favorite scene? Well, you got 18 million movies. Oh, you've seen. Uh, you're not going to. I love I I love the scene and uh, I love the smell of the napalm in the morning. Okay, from uh, from Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse okay. Now. All right, you you got a great brain. I, mine's not that great. <laughs> um, I got a tech question for Rick from from Deck. He's got he got two jugs of Super Tech Extended Life. Uh, the coolant um, it's not pink for Asian cars. Can he use it in his Lexus, his 2007 Lexus RX 350? Mm, you can if you really if you really want to. Um, what I would highly recommend is to drain as much as you can of the old coolant out and try to get as much of the new stuff in. Uh, it's going to make a rather unpleasant color in the reservoir, but it should mix in normally. Okay. And I got one more question. I don't have a name. It's, uh, I love the styling and the economy of the old Lexus C2-200H hybrid. That's that little um, little hybrid car. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are seven-plus-year-old cars now. They've been out for a little while. Um, what should I look, for, uh, look out for when looking for a good used model? Hmm. The first thing I'd be cautious with, I would get it to a Toyota dealer or a Lexus dealer and have them hook up a scan tool and scan the hybrid system Mm -hmm. to see if any codes pop up or anything looks out of phase with with the the data list for the hybrid system. Uh, Because I'd be concerned about the batteries. I was going to say, uh, I've heard you say on this show before that... It's really hard to tell how long the Prius battery is going to last, and yep. and so we talked about batteries not being able to tell how long EV batteries, uh, but uh, even a hybrid battery. So uh, you you also said that uh, you would you would have actually taken and revitalized all the cells in a Prius battery, but nobody else would go through all that time and trouble to do something like that. Well, that, that actually was a first-gen Prius, so yeah. it was, they've, the technology has, has leaps and bounds yeah, yeah. over those, those first ones of the, the first days of them. But uh, still, all batteries are going to have a lifespan. That, that's, that's a fact of life. But I would, I would just have it checked. Make sure they're very careful to check that system over, mm-hmm. and just look the car over carefully for any signs of damage. Are you aware if the, is, if the Lexus hybrid battery is the same? It's a ten-year, hundred fifty thousand. I think that's the warranty on all the hi- Toyota hybrid across the board, In- including Lexus. Lexus as well. So I would advise the texter. Um, you're going to get a better price on the older ones, like you said. The oldest ones came out in 2017, and um, you'll get a better price, but you're also going to have less life on the battery. Um, the mm-hmm. battery warranty does follow the vehicle, so if it does have failure within that 150,000 miles in 10 years, um, then you can get it replaced under warranty. Um, right. 
but you get too old, you're gonna, you're gonna, you, you don't want to run into that. Yeah. Uh, but even so, if you do wind up having to replace that battery, the prices on them have come way down. I would be very careful though of some of these outside shops that are doing these battery replacements. Uh, check them over carefully and make sure that you get good reviews. I got a warranty because on some of them yeah. can be really shady. Yeah. And also, finally, look at Lexus dealerships and try and get a certified Lexus. You're probably going to get a better vehicle than um, if you got it from an independent seller. Excellent idea. Yeah. Okay, guys, are you finished? All finished chatting. Great. Okay. How do you like that? That's a okay. doggy card. What's going on there? Hey, <laughs> Big Dog Ranch. They sent us this. Isn't this a beautiful card? They oh. sent that to us, and they said... We love you. Aww. Okay, that's my uh, introduction to Dog of the Month that we have not, uh, we, we've never done this before, and I came we'll across We'll be back it. with videos next week, by the way, folks. Uh, Big Dog Ranch is short of volunteers, and it takes a lot of while, time, and you. effort to yeah. do the video, So, but we will be back with videos. If you, if you, uh, if you think about it, you might consider volunteering for Big Dog Ranch Rescue. They need uh, volunteers real bad. Yeah. But this week, um, we're going to reenact the video with Rick playing the dog. And uh, yeah. let's go ahead. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> At any rate. You're barking uh, all is, the time, man. I, I was uh, on the oh. Big Dog Ranch Rescue uh, site, and I uh, this popped up. And it was the dog of the month, and her name is Daisy. Listen to her story. Meet Daisy. A three-year-old female mixed breed, Daisy's story unfolds from the deaths of cruelty saved by an angel in Putnam County, Florida. Three heartless figures sought to hang her, but intervention at the 11th hour spared her life. Now sheltered at Big Dog Ranch Rescue, Daisy grapples with shadows, her trust shattered by human cruelty. The leash, once a weapon, is a symbol of her trauma. She needs a patient hand, whoops, I just lost her, a hand, a hand, and gentle guide to rewrite the tragic narrative that stains her past. Can you be the chapter of hope in Daisy's heartbreaking tale? And she is just, I don't know, do you have that up I'm, on the screen? I'm getting a picture and sending it to Jonathan right now. I um, think Jonathan has it up, it up? Okay. Up, on, up on the screen. And um, there she is. Beautiful. She's so cute. I have a hard time uh, reading that paragraph there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And uh, uh, Jonathan, uh, her breed and weight, do you know what that is? Her breed and weight. I'm gonna try and I'm find that. I'm looking for right it now. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I have a. This is just. A, this is just a copy, you know, that I have. Um, at any rate, you can go to BigDogRanchRescue.org, and you can see Daisy and uh, so many other uh, dogs. Uh, I certainly hope that you don't find an, another tragic story like this one. Uh, but there are a lot of dogs there. And as Earl mentioned um, just a minute ago, gosh, gosh I, I'll tell you what, they really need volunteers badly. 
they really do so you if you have a you know a few uh, moments uh, in your day uh, and you can go out there it'd be wonderful yeah, in Palm Beach County in Loxahatchee it's just uh, west of uh, West Palm Beach and if you haven't heard of Big Dog Ranch they are the largest in the United States no kill shelter so go to Big Dog Ranch Rescue looks like org. Daisy's a five five and a half year old f- female uh, cattle dog mix um, and um I just found her 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 little bio page, and then oh. I just lost it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's so she's um, like a young, just beautiful dog. She just needs, like they said, a very patient, loving person to help her continue to gain trust. Yeah, this is a, this is just a heart wrenching story, uh, without a doubt. Okay, um, if you uh, didn't get a chance uh, to pick up uh, the uh, Florida Weekly, Earl's uh, column appears in it. And he uh, is a great column. You, you, well, they're all great columns. It's hard to pick and choose. Uh, but the latest is when, how, who, complaining at a car dealership. And uh, he goes through how to complain effectively. So you want to, uh, if, you, if you can, pick up the Florida Weekly. It appears in that. And also the Hometown News and of course, Earl on Cars. You can read it there. Okay, uh, we have a mystery shopping report that we have to get to, and uh, it too is uh, worth sticking around for. Uh, you're going to uh, enjoy this one. And uh, you can vote at 877-960-9960. And uh, the mystery shop of I-95 Nissan in Riviera Beach that well, you can't vote. We don't. We're not going to be calling in the votes, but they can. Oh, I'm sorry. They can uh, text us or, or we yeah, do a YouTube. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can text us. Uh, that's the first time I've ever done that. Seven seven two, four nine seven six five three zero. That's seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. There, you can text in your vote for mystery shop of I ninety five Nissan in Riviera Beach. Now, okay. Back to the recovering car dealer. And as I always say, we grade on the curve. No perfect dealers. So uh, A's are very rare. Uh, F's are, are very rare. Um, we're somewhere in between. I'd like to see the status quo a little higher than it is, but it is what it is. So we have to have a recommended list. And if they're on the recommended list, they don't have an F. Uh, look for an A, but you probably won't find one. you probably find a B or a C, and you just have to settle with that. So this... Uh, Dealership at Nissan is in Riviera Beach, Florida. Speaking as if I were the agent Lightning herself, I arrived early in the morning and was greeted by four men. Wow. All but one stood up as they saw me walking through the door. Ahmed smiled, introduced himself, and asked if I was there for anyone special today. I said, I don't have an appointment scheduled, but I'd like to know more about the car I saw online that shows special pricing. Okay, here we go. Online advertising. I told him about the new 2023 Nissan Rogue SV advertised on their website. It had an MSRP of $34,420 and a huge $6,833 discount. Now, that's what the advertisement said. So I hope the Federal Trade Commission is listening. Uh, this is an advertised price uh, for uh, 6000 
$833 discount. By the way, uh, as another little aside, beware new cars. This is a new 2023. In case you haven't checked your calendar, this is 2024. You know, when you buy a new car uh, that's uh, been sitting on the lot for a year, it's just about the same thing as buying a used car. So if you're not buying and getting advantage of the depreciation on that car, then you're not getting a good price. So new is only... Look at the calendar year. That's very important. It might technically be a new car, meaning that it hasn't been titled yet, but that doesn't mean anything three or four years from now when you trade it in. Okay, continuing on with the mystery shop. Uh, the salesperson said he'd be happy uh, to help me, walked over to, to, to his desk where he pulled out a chair for me to sit down, asked if I'd like anything to drink, coffee, tea, or water. He then asked to see the car I was looking at on my phone looked out the front windows and asked, how'd you get here today? <laughs> I don't see any cars in the parking lot. I said, I was dropped off hoping to get this online pricing and leave with a car. He said he liked that. I bet his eyes lit up. I got a hot one here. I got a live one. she got to have a she car. she got no wheels. He <laughs> <laughs> no looked at the ad on my phone and, and asked a series of questions about whether I had a Nissan at home if I was a recent college graduate, or if I was in the military. Now, regular listeners will know what that's all about. Uh, they, are, they are applying unobtainable discounts uh, in their discount, which is misleading and not stated in the ad at all. He then said that their online pricing is your absolute best pricing and mumbled something about online pricing requiring a a series of it's rebates. It's best pricing, but of course, you yeah, got the rebates. Well, I liked, uh, I acted like I didn't hear him, and then he asked if I plan on buying or leasing. Another standard qualifying question is what we call it. <clears throat> I said definitely buying, probably, uh, or, or uh, but I might pay, uh, I'm probably paying cash, but I might finance. I saw online there were several different finance specials as well. Um, I said, great. He then asked if I had a certain monthly payment in mind. I wanted to be at saying, uh, looking at those numbers online, I'm guessing somewhere around $500 to $700, depending on uh, the credit and the final price. I said, I'm not worried about that. I'm primarily concerned about the final, final out-the-door price. He then said, okay, uh, could he get my license? And then he would go get the car, uh, meet me up front with the car. I waited out front for about five minutes. Came out, handed me my license back, then he said he'll be right back with the car. A few minutes later, he pulled up front, opened up all the doors and the hood. He let me know that all the cars now come with a three-cylinder turbo engine that still gives a boost when going, but it's much better on gas. Amon then went on to tell me that this particular car would not get me out the door where I wanted to be. I replied, isn't this the same car I showed you online? He said... It is, however, you don't qualify for all the discounts to get that price. And, of course, you'll remember he asked me if I was a college graduate, if I was in the military, and if I had the uh, uh, same make at home. And these are all factory rebates that uh, very few people qualify for. Uh, he said that is the same, however, you don't qualify for the discounts. If you click on the little red eye, and I've got a display, Agent Lighting took a picture of the of the ad, 
And I'm telling you, it's a little bitty eye, and it's a red eye, and you have to click on it, and there's no indication that there's anything there. Uh, and then if you click on that, it says what's required to get that price. So I clicked the disclaimer link and saw that the $6,800 discount included two expired rebates. <laughs> it Nothing made sense. And it didn't so, have the military in there right, at all. It right, just said. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here, this is so bad, it's, it's actually getting me a little nauseous. I mean, not only are they lying, but they're even not... <laughs> Their disclaimer isn't even a disclaimer. Their disclaimer is, uh, they're not even lying efficiently. Uh, so uh, I, I hope the Federal Trade Commission listens to some of this stuff. Uh, the, you know, combat auto retail scams, you, you're looking here at a, an incredibly perfect, uh, actually imperfect, because they, they screwed up their scam. But uh, this is the kind of thing the Federal Trade Commission is trying to, uh, target with the cars, combat auto retail scams, uh, regulation that's supposed to go in fact on July 30th, but the Texas uh, federal judge has uh, put it on hold because of the Texas Automobile Dealers Association and the National Automobile Dealers Association. But I, I just hope someone's listening. This is not untypical in in car dealerships, especially in Florida. So. I said, well, it clearly shows an online price of $27,587. He then suggested that he could show me something closer to my price range. <laughs> I said, no. Uh, what you advertise was my, my price range. What you tried to sneak in on me isn't. Uh, that's an ad lib. Uh, I said, no, I want to see pricing for this. I didn't say I couldn't afford it, but... I, but it was looking, I was looking for a deal. I told him to forget about going on a test drive at this point and asked him to please just show me the numbers to buy it. He went back inside, said he'd be back with the numbers. I sat back down, Ahmed left, returned two minutes later, sat down saying he needed uh, to get a bit more info to get the numbers. He said the finance company was Nissan uh, Motors Acceptance, Acceptance Corporation, in NMAC. And, and one can't get both special financing and online pricing, even though it was advertised to the contrary. So the advertising is totally deceptive and, 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 and illegal, and I can't say enough negative about their ad. It was just the ultimate worst of the worst, illegal. He then pulled me up in their system again to confirm my address and left again. A few minutes later, he returned with a worksheet and said, I'm pretty sure you're going to get, like these numbers and be happy. Trying to pacify me now. How, how could I be pacified after this? He then turned over the paper to show me my deal. Top line was MSRP, $34,420. There was a $5,833 discount. He highlighted the adjusted price of 28587 highlighted that, okay, and said that was what I was paying for the car. I mean, you got to think I'm mentally retarded. Then he highlighted the out-the-door price of $35,681.15. He didn't highlight the $1,973 appearance package. There's a junk fee. Dealer installed accessory. Or the $287 tax fees, another junk fee, or the $999 dock fee, which is another junk fee. My real price was actually 31846 
which represented a $2,574 discount from MSRP. Now, remember, it's a year-old car. It's, it's, a, it's a new car in name only. It's a year-old. Uh, so uh, in the sense that it's below MSRP, uh, it's a pretty good deal. I'd say it was a pretty good deal if it was a current model new car, but uh, for a year-old new car, I don't think it's a good deal. But a far cry from the $6,833 advertised discount. I mean, why isn't this guy in jail? I mean, you advertise a $6,833 discount, and it's not the case, and he's getting away with it. I mean, he, he's selling these cars. Uh, that's the reason that, of course, I came in the dealership in the first place. I asked, what's this appearance package? Here we go. He said, that's standard for all their vehicles. I said, this is the first I'm hearing of it. Of course, it wasn't the end. He went on to say it comes with door edge guards, lifetime window tent, whose lifetime, <laughs> uh, interior protection against rips, tears, spills, <laughs> and he all, also car washes. Uh, of course, the car washes mean you got to come back to the dealership, and if you're lucky, they might wash your car. Uh, you, you, you know, you live 30 miles away, you're going to drive 30 miles uh, for a car wash. I asked him would could be removed from the price. He said no. I said, okay, thank you. I appreciate your time. He asked me to please wait here a moment so Ken, his numbers guy, could come talk to me. Uh, I texted my husband to call me to go, uh, get me out of here. He called me, and I kept my phone in my ear as I walked towards the door. Ken reached me before I escaped. <laughs> and that's the way you feel when you go through something like this. you got to get out. you got to escape. He extended his hand for a shake and asked how I liked the numbers today. And I said, if my man Ahmed took uh, – I didn't want to know if my, if my man Ahmed, this is the sales manager talking, took good care of me. I said, I wasn't thrilled. I continued speaking on my phone to my husband with my iPhone glued to my side, side of my head as I walked out. So there you have it, boy. That, that's a, that's a, a classic uh, uh, bait and switch, uh, illegal. I can't think of enough uh, uh, negative things to say. It reminds about me shop. of the pre-pandemic uh, type of shops. Yeah, like exactly. Yes, I-95 Nissan in Riviera Beach, Florida. That's in Palm Beach County, uh, adjacent to West Palm Beach. Uh, and it's just off of I-95, I-95 Nissan. And I'm pretty sure that is a, uh, a Terry Thomas, uh, Terry, Terry Taylor. Yeah, story. I think Terry so. Taylor, yeah. After investigating, we finally uncovered that, yeah. I think. So uh, we'll be looking for your votes. Uh, we, we, we vote on the curve. And uh, if you're going to give an F, this is a, 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 about as bad as you can get. If you're going to give an A and... I won't even explain that because you know what it's not an A, so I don't want to poison the, you know, your uh, the, the votes here. But vote your conscience. But remember, we do vote on the curve. Uh, I have a vote in from Anne Marie F for illegal behavior. I was thinking about the same thing, um, and wondering if I could make a standard of mine. If there's something obviously illegal, do I automatically fail them? even though there's a lot of illegal stuff going on amongst all the car dealerships. Um, but this is particularly egregious. Um, I'm going to, I'm going along with Anne-Marie. I'm going to fail him. That's my grade. Oh. And I'm going to refresh my screen. I might have another grade coming in, but I know Rick's got a bunch over there. I'm sure. Uh, we are having a little technical difficulty right now. Oh no. We lost one channel and we do not have our live feed right now. Oh dang it. Okay. Well, what do you think? 
Rourke. Uh, give me just a second. Uh, okay, wait a minute. I got votes. I'm live. Okay, here okay. we go. It's, it's back up. Mark Smith, I give the dealership a D minus. Pretty good. Ridiculous. Uh, Tim Gilliland, this one's easy. A big juicy F. <laughs> Brian Sidlatko, I'm going to give him an N for never buy a Nissan. False advertisement. <laughs> Tom Steckel, D. Year-old model, and the Rogue is one of the most overstocked models. Too many add-ons yeah. and junk fees. No nitrogen saved them from an F. Tom Steckel says a D. So, see who we got else here. Uh, Mark Smith also says, if I'm going to buy a Nissan, I'll use Carousel Nissan in Iowa City. Hmm. All right, we got to Mr. Shop them. <laughs> Joseph Kelleher, <laughs> F. Deceptive advertising and junk fees. Uh, for me personally, uh, I don't want to go with the nuke option, so I'm just I'm gonna give it the D minus. Okay. Uh, just to say, hey yo, you're you're gonna fight tooth and nail against them. We're watching you, I ninety five Nissan. Yeah, but but we can't, you know, like we say, there's we don't really want to give every anybody the absolute F or the absolute A. Unless they really, really deserve it. I'm gonna say I was definitely influenced by Anne Marie. She came in there real fast. Oh, Jonathan gives him an F. Jonathan on the coast. That's very cool. And uh, and we also have another F here. Who sent this here? I don't have the name on this one. But F. My people say F. <laughs> well, now this this shopping report makes you realize why Terry Taylor doesn't want people to know he owns these stores because he he have to be. Uh, very ashamed of this, and I don't believe the guy really. I mean, the guy's a multi-month. He just bought a home in where was it? Was it Palm Beach or somewhere around here for thirty-five million dollars? I mean, the guy is. Uh, uh, he's got more. Uh, he's the largest owner, private owner of car dealerships in the world, and so he's got so many of these things going. He keeps his his name off of it. Uh, you really have to. Very uh, smart. Yeah, very smart. But this is. Uh, I, I would see so he has deniability, I guess, uh, of this illegal action, and uh, it's just a, it's just a shame. I mean, uh, I don't care. He owns it. He's responsible. Right? You might have too many dealerships to watch and take care of, but shame on you. That's your fault, not not the customer's fault. Yeah. And for the customer to have to go through this in your dealership that you own and you take profits from, I think is wrong. Uh, Nancy, well, what do you think about it? Mm. Need I ask? His house okay. is paid for by appearance packages. <laughs> uh, I'll make this fast. We have three minutes left. Uh, I hope everyone read uh, open letter to Marco Rubio and Rick Scott. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Earl has been working with the Federal Trade Commission, talking to them about this CARS role. And this CARS rule it the car stands for combating auto retail scams rule and he has been working constantly feverishly and he's trying to get this passed and uh, what a shame you know uh, Nissan in Riviera Beach um, you I'll tell you what this this is just awful it's just awful I, I would give them something uh, less than an F if, there w if that was possible, uh, but uh, I have to give them an F. 
we talked, we talked about a G, I think, last week. We something did. Of, we created this, a new category. Something of this. this, this, this Where are you this going? <laughs> G plus? <laughs> well, I'd like to give them something, but I can't do it on the air. So for that. Uh, <clears throat> You're the Navy widow today. <laughs> there you go. Okay, folks. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, Earl, you did you vote? Oh, F, I'm sorry. I just, I, I was so verbal during the uh, report. I, I didn't think I even needed to, but that's, that's an F. And, I, and like Sue said, if we had another grade, maybe we should have another grade because that's the worst report I could remember yeah. in a long time. We'll have to work on that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. You're an important part of this show, and you tune in every single Saturday, and we so appreciate it. Have a beautiful weekend. We'll be right back here on the Oldest Channel.